0: Welcome to Beyond L&D presented by Northpass. I'm your host Peter, and today I'm joined by Jason Griffin, the Director of Partner Development at One Vision Resources. Thanks for joining us today, yeah, Jason. Thanks for
1: having me, Peter. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So I'd like to start with hearing a little bit more about you and uh, One Vision Resources. Yeah, sure.
1: So like you mentioned, I am the Director of Partner Development at One Vision Resources. We are a company that provides service and support solutions to smart homeowners. And the way that we do that is through a nationwide network of home technology professionals. These are companies out there, there's about 10,000 of them or more who design, sell, install and service smart home systems, typically at the, you know, the mid to higher end of the market. And so we partner with these companies to really help them optimize their service and support strategies in an effort to make them more profitable and more sustainable and provide their clients with a, with a better service experience. So we refer to those home technology professionals as partners, and my role as the partner uh, director of partner development is to make sure that we're giving our partners all of the, the resources and the education and the training that they need to really make full use of our, of our solution, which we, we refer to as the One Vision
0: platform. That's great, and what makes training so valuable to uh, One Vision resources as a company?
1: Yeah, the great, it's a great question. We, we really, training to us is a very, very important part of our business, not only just operationally in order for us to be a successful company and go out and execute on a daily basis, but also as part of our brand identity. We're really big on thought leadership in our industry and training of course goes hand in hand with really being positioned as, as an expert and a thought leader. So more specifically speaking on the, on the operational level, the home technology companies that we work with to really help them optimize their service strategies have traditionally been very focused on one-time projects. And service has sort of been an afterthought, a little bit of an afterthought in the industry. And for a number of reasons, I won't go into all of the details on, the industry is evolving and there's a widespread sort of known belief that service needs to become a more sustainable and more profitable part of the, of the mix for these companies. What that means is these are companies who haven't traditionally spent a whole lot of time thinking about how to really optimize and fine tune their service. And what we're trying to do is teach them that based on known strategies and things that we've had success with, not only in our past directly as a company, but also working with our nationwide network of partners and and disseminating that information to help our partners really adopt those best practices and strategies to go out there and run a more profitable, sustainable company and and have happier clients.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned that the industry has evolved, which is why One Vision Resources exists. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how your training program has evolved as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, it's, it's a big part of our operational mix is getting partners up to speed and onboarded, and there's a lot of moving parts involved in that process. And so prior, you know, going back into our, into our past, we're still a young company, but when we started out, this training was really done very, very manually. So a lot of video conferences, PowerPoint presentations, PDF handouts, reviewing on calls together. It's really a very manual process, very time consuming. And we've got a very valuable team of really highly skilled people who are spending a ton of time. On calls, going through materials over and over and over again. And so we realized very quickly that we needed to sort of flip that around and and get some of that mechanical stuff put into a, a format that's more automated and allows us, A, on our side, to save time by not having people repeating the same information over and over again, but also make it more convenient for our partners who don't have to be scheduled to be on a call with us at a certain time of day. We can assign them course through our lms through north pass and they're able to access that material on their own time uh self-paced and we can of course go in the back end and track through the reporting to check in on their progress and keep them accountable for working through that so that we all win everybody's saving time and we're moving through the process more efficiently and i I would argue more more effectively as well
0: yeah and moving anything from a manual process to automated is always a great thing so that evolution um you know really helps a lot of uh, business metrics i assume so what ultimately what business metric are you looking to affect uh, through your training program
1: yeah so the name of the game for us as it is for a lot of, of companies like ours is onboarding speed we really need to get our new partners brought in and up to speed on all of the components that make up the one vision platform as quickly as possible and the sooner we can get them to that point the sooner we can go out and start executing on the things that really generate revenue for both of us. Uh, our revenue model at the company is set up in such a way that uh, we're very incentivized to go out there and, and do a great job because if, if they're out there making money and, and running a profitable service department, then, then we are as well. So we all have a vested interest, our partners as well as, as us at One Vision, in getting that partnership off the ground and running smoothly as as quickly as possible. And so automating the training process has really helped us do that because not only are we speeding up the process in and and of itself, right, by simply by the act of using a learning management system, but what it's also allowed us to do is, is take a step back because we're not spending so much time on those calls doing manual training. It allows us to step one level higher and really look at our training processes from a higher level and continue to optimize and tweak instead of just spending time kind of running on the hamster wheel, right? So it's, it's given us a new perspective on our training and allowed our team to really uh, step back and look at the bigger picture, which just continues to reinforce that that speed of onboarding and, and that efficiency.
0: Yeah, so as someone who's gone through all that and implemented this training program, there's, there's a lot of people who are new to the industry are just getting started in l and um, what advice would you have for those people who are just getting started?
1: Yeah um, in short, just go you know you've really got to get started. Um, there are hundreds of, of options out there and it's very overwhelming it can be very overwhelming so my my best advice would be narrow it down to a handful the best way that you can figure out how to and and then go evaluate those based on the things that are important to you. What you'll find is that, a lot of uh, learning management systems have similar feature sets. And so it does take a little bit of digging to, to figure out what are the things that really matter to me as a company and what are different providers doing that might be better or worse for that. So find a platform. That's number one. And that, that is a little bit of a, of a hill to climb, but there's a lot of great resources out there that you can leverage for that. And then even more importantly, once you pick a platform, that's when the really hard work begins. And that's something that to, to your credit as a company at North Pass, you guys have been great about helping us not get stuck in that analysis paralysis, right? We've got an idea, we've got a a list of ideas for things we want to cover in our, in our, what we call our One Vision Academy that's a mile long. There's no shortage of of ideas. And so how do you narrow it down? How do you pick the topics that are really going to allow you to go make an impact quickly on the amount of you know, the thing that we focused on was the human hours of training. What are the modules that we can put together first to reduce the amount of time we're having to spend doing those mechanical trainings and then dive in and, and just start producing and don't worry about making it perfect. Uh, get it out there, get feedback, see what works, see what doesn't and let your customers or your market or whoever your audience is tell you what's working and what's not. Don't, don't negotiate with yourself. Uh, just get out there and start producing.
0: Yeah. And how do you how do you approach that prioritization? Because everyone has a list of a million things that they want to do, but at the end of the day you can only do so much. So how do you find that balance?
1: Yeah. So for us the the key thing that we looked at again is that is the, the what are the things that we're doing. Every company's doing onboard every company who is doing onboarding of some sort, which is just about everybody, has a process in place. It might not be well-defined. It might be really well-defined, but super manual and time-intensive. But whatever that process is, in my opinion, that's where you start. You look at that process and you say, what are the pieces that we could move out of doing manually and instead put those into an automated platform? And then what do we do with those hours that we free up, right? Because you're freeing up a bunch of time and that's when you can start to go look at, okay, what are some of the other secondary things that would be really valuable that we haven't had time to teach our partners because we've been so busy just covering the basics and the fundamentals. So really, I think starting with what you have now, um, it also allows you to start with existing materials, any slide decks or PDFs or things of that nature that you've already produced, why not leverage those? Uh, if nothing else is a starting point for, what's the story arc, right? What is the material that you need to cover? So. Don't underestimate the power of what you've currently got in place, and really just looking at it from a different perspective, and then that'll allow you to really free up your time to go focus on some of the things that may not be as mission critical, but are are, are equally important. Uh, You just need the time to go do them.
0: Yeah, and as you kind of check those mission critical item uh, checkboxes off the list, um, what do you look forward to with your training program moving forward?
1: Yeah, I I think the biggest thing that we're looking forward to is really, again, getting into a lot of those things that have sort of made their way down to the middle or the lower part of the list, because we know when we look at the list that they're not at the middle or low part of the list because they're not important. They're there because they're not urgent, right? We don't absolutely have to cover this material right now, but man, it'd be great if we could. And that's what I look forward to being able to tackle once we've got our onboarding process more automated and we can move to phase two, which is using that time that we freed up to really a take a hard look at our onboarding process right now that we can see the forest for the trees a little bit and, and step up from that ground level hum of just constantly running on the, on the hamster wheel. Right. And, and take a step up, look at the process, make sure we're, we're fine tuning it and then getting to some of those other topics that we haven't been able to get to that we know are super valuable from our experience and are very powerful strategies uh, that we haven't been able to really give the time and attention that they need because we've been so busy with the manual training process.
0: Yeah and I think that's a struggle for everyone is just getting the foundation built and then going from there you know once it's built how do you improve it and how do you continue to improve it. Um, So yeah one one of the other things that we're really excited about that we we had a, uh,
1: a, f- a friend of our CEO's do some consulting for us and he's got a lot of experience in in learning management systems. And he told us about this concept called the flipped classroom. And this is the idea that you know, in a traditional classroom, you go in and you sit in the class and, and the the uh, professor lectures, and then you go home and, and you do your homework. And if you have questions, you've got to bring them into class the next day or email them off or whatever that is. The idea of the flipped classroom is literally taking that and flipping it on its head so the lecture the quote-unquote lecture happens at home self-paced and now we can take these meetings so instead of us going into a meeting and presenting a slide deck and hoping that the material sticks and that if they have questions they'll come back to us we can take that lecture that lecture right put it into an engaging course in bite-sized pieces have them do it on their own time and then schedule a meeting where instead of going over that material very mechanically, we're instead focused on what are the specific things that you didn't quite get or that you have questions about or concerns about, and how can we use our time together to really get specific with areas that you're not quite grasping it instead of going through that whole rote sort of mechanical presentation. So that's a concept we think about a lot when it comes to, to L&D in our organization, and we're excited to put that into practice more.
0: Yeah, and that's a great concept. And I think what a lot of people lack is those same tips and tactics, and just getting started out, having that um, industry knowledge. So, whenever people uh, hear something like that, it's always uh, refreshing to just hear those things and share that knowledge, yeah. um, and get everyone on the same board, on the same page.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was pretty eye opening for me, and it makes it makes a ton of sense to to do that. And so we're already starting to experiment with those concepts and and put that into practice and you know in addition to that just continuing to refine our our production process right i think that's one of the other big things that we struggled with out of the gate is okay conceptually i I understand that we've got to get our foot on the gas and get some content put out there and get some feedback i i I know that but how do i take this rough idea or rough outline and actually translate it into a a usable course and so it, it it's taken us a little bit of time, but with with the help of our of the customer success team there and guiding us along that path, you know, we've been able to figure out, okay, here's kind of the repeatable process, right? There's script writing and then there's editing and whatever video editing platform you're going to use. And then there's, uh, you know, a graphics. We have a really great graphics person who helps us give some life to, to some of those things. So for every company, that's going to look a little bit different. But I think that's really the key thing to figure out first is, what are those core building blocks that go into putting a piece of content out there that's actually engaging and useful and will help people retain the information? And once you figure that out, the the flywheel starts moving a little bit quicker, right? And that's kind of where we're at right now is building some momentum, and that's very exciting.
0: Well, Jason, thanks for taking the time to join us today. It was great to learn more about you and the ways you're utilizing training at One Vision Resources.
1: Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me.